It is time for Cinema Chat here on 89.1 WEMU, your community NPR station. I'm Michael Jewett in for David Fair while he is away from the station. And it is always a thrill to talk movies, 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 and more with the man plugged into all of this from the Michigan Theater, Russ Collins. Hello, how you doing? All right, Michael. How are you doing? Movies, 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 movies. Some of the best things in life. The best things in life. That's what we're all about here. That's on right. On WEMU. Indeed. All, all the good stuff in life. All the good stuff in life. Movies, movies, movies. So, jazz, jazz and movies. They grew it. up together. You can't, yeah, you can't go wrong with it. You can't go wrong with that. Unbeatable combination. Jazz and movies. So yes. what's the what's the latest? Well, you know, the, the news in the movie business in general for the last two years has been difficult. Um, now, you know, yeah. you keep hoping that the end of the tunnel, as of the COVID tunnel, as it were, is uh, is is approaching um, as we move through time. And indeed it will, but uh, it's a little bit difficult. But, but, the, but, but movies, you know, in terms of, you know, cinema and whatnot, you know, the century of cinema or whatnot, it's been through a lot of challenges. I mean, oh, great yeah. Up, upheavals, you know, uh, you know, world conflicts and whatnot. So it's not like the industry has not endured, and the world has not endured, a lot of difficulty. Uh, and I'm not sure, has this really been all that unprecedented, maybe? Well, pandemic? I mean, the, the, the pandemic in 1917. Uh, right, the, the 18, big flu 19, pandemic yeah. of the teens. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was very similar to COVID, except there there wasn't a rescue opportunity in terms of getting a vaccination but the film, very but the, quickly. But the film industry wasn't what it what it is now in terms of its reach and whatnot. It was, it, no, it, it definitely was because there wasn't television or ah, streaming see, or anything else. Uh, um, it was still a growing industry, but no. uh, in the late teens, it, it was really popping. And that's when the first movie palaces started to be built ah, okay. Um, okay. about that time. And feature films started making uh, a profound appearance. It wasn't just short films. So it, it was significant. And then obviously world wars and, and, uh, and, and technology have infected affected the movie business mm-hmm. through time, um, but the, you know the, this particular time, uh, just in terms of biz, any kind of service business, a hotel, a restaurant, a retail store, you know anything, it's tough. You know we've Im- implemented some uh, measures that to keep our customers safe with right. masking and vaccine requirements and things like that. So uh, we believe that uh, that's a good thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, still, people are uh, re- reluctant to go out. And the Omicron variant uh, actually created a situation where the Sundance Film Festival was going to go back to do a full festival. You had to be vaccinated. You had to wear a mask at all their screenings. But they canceled the the live part of the of the Sundance Film Festival. And there was an editorial in IndieWire, which is a a trade publication that's Mm -hmm. uh, that's on email and on the Internet uh, by Eric Cohn, who's a really good observer of the film industry, particularly the independent film industry. Uh, and he talks about the fact that uh, the Sunday is being canceled is one thing, but your local movie theater, your local art house, your local film festival is yeah. really what makes the film world rich in terms of, uh, you know, movie fans and in terms of the artists that create films. So, uh, you Good know, point. online point. streaming is great, but a curat- there are so many films that are made that a curatorial dynamic, somebody helping mm-hmm. audiences figure out what the best films are uh, and then putting them together in local film festivals uh, like we've done with Cinetopia and like the Free Festival and the mm-hmm. Ann Arbor Film Festival, and and those, uh, you know, according to this uh, uh, 
this editorial that he wrote uh, really make a big difference uh, in terms of the of filmmaking. And he says, uh, uh, however, audiences who want entertainment choices that go beyond the algorithms of Netflix should pay attention. Community and quality are hard quality. Quali- are hard to qualify in the film world and require acute programming instincts to survive. And that's exactly what the art house and these independent smaller film festivals do. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's been some government funding. The NEA just put out a uh, a grant, uh, which we applied for and actually didn't get. But there were uh, there was other money that we got from the federal government that was uh, really uh, has allowed us to survive as well as support from the local community. But anyway, it was a it was a good editor editorial about the state of the movie business and Omicron and film festivals and things like that. So uh, it was encouraging. Um, And, you know, the other thing that's buzzing in the film world is, you know, what films are going to be nominated for Oscars. Those are coming out uh, in February. And already the Las Vegas and London uh, odds makers are are putting out their lists of what they feel are the are the best films and most or most likely to win Oscars. Most likely to be nominated. Most likely to win. Exactly, if nominated. exactly. Yeah. And uh, there were three films that uh, those odd makers picked out as as being the the leading candidates: Power of the Dog, West Side Story, and Belfast. Other films that they listed um, in in uh, twelve actually that uh, were on the top of the list were uh, in addition to those three that are really the leading ones according to the odds makers: Licorice Pizza, uh, King Richard, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, Coda, which I really liked it, came out at Sundance. Um, uh, House of Gucci, Tragedy of Macbeth, and Tick, Tick, Boom. Now, you know, if you had mentioned that diverse group of offerings for films any given year, you know, we're just talking about, you know, life and the arts and and the business of movie uh, making and going. Uh, That's a pretty impressive array of storytellings. It is. Storytelling movie. It's like, like, the industry is sluggish, really? It's like, if you if if you just gauged how things are doing by the quality and the offerings of films that could win, uh, you know, a major award, you know, you know, the Oscar or whatever, you'd say it's a pretty good time for filmmaking. It's kind of kind of like an, uh, an ironic way of looking at things. No, it's true. And and there's a lot of different outlets for film. Yeah. Uh, obviously, going to a theater is one thing, and streaming and, and yeah. watching on your television I gotta is tell another you, thing. You know, I looked at the top of the list. If The Power of the Dog, West Side Story, and Belfast are like the three favorites, and there is no prohibitive fa- I I got to say West Side Story pulls through. The, it's just... It's stylish. It's it's why people go to the movie. It's uplifting. The music dynamic. It's you know, and yes, it is a reinterpretation or a remake and everything. But it's still, it's it's Spielberg. It's it's this. Mu- I, I don't know. And nothing against Belfast and Kenneth Branagh, a magnificent story, and the power of the dog, which is you know getting all sorts of rave reviews. Right. And, you know, a Jane lot Camp, of critic top list. You know, Jane Camp. You know, I, Directed by Jane Campion. Yeah. I still think the you know there's you know industry politics and the fact that it is a Netflix associated. I just I just don't see it walking away with best picture. Picture. I, I don't know. West Side Story for the ages. Yeah. West Side so, Story's great. I mean, the, the Vegas guys will tell you that, but I tell you, just in your heart, if you've seen these, it's like. It's West Side Story. Yeah. And, and, you know, King Richard, uh, that's a mutual favorite of ours. Well, for Will Smith. For Will Smith. I really like the film. film, If Will Smith doesn't win... Uh, there, there's going to be trouble with Michael. Uh, there's, there's going to be trouble. Will, cause Michael's Will, going to be out on the street. I'm just saying, Will Smith 
if he doesn't win, I'm, I'm already we're gonna we're taking it. Yeah, this is not good. Yeah, it's he has to win. Yeah, it's just it's one for the ages. And there's some great performances in other movies, but this is it, it's and it's you know what it's another one of those inspirational, you know, triumph over. It's one of it's just a classic story, and he is fantastic in it. Yeah, so he should win. So. Nightmare Alley, I really like Nightmare Alley. Yeah. So. Tick Tick Boom is a certain you know Lin Manuel yeah. Miranda's directorial debut. So Absolutely. anyway, a lot, lot of and, and like I said, a lot of great offerings out there. So that's not, right. It may be a tough time, but it's also a great era for film. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. Well, uh, traditionally we do a, a Valentine's Day movie for our members, but everyone in the community is invited. Everyone in the world is invited. So uh, uh, on February 14th, we're going to do two films: uh, the Philadelphia Story and the yeah. Princess Bride. You get to choose. Okay. Yeah, they're both at 7.15 and 7.30. Uh, so anyway, put that on your calendar and bring your sweetheart to the Michigan Theater and celebrate Valentine's Day with your sweetheart and a great movie and, you know, uh, masked up and vaccinated and socially oh, distanced. You'll be good. You'll be good. Yeah. There is some new stuff offerings this out there we should mention. This. We are, yes. Uh, Drive My Car, which is a, a, a Japanese film uh, about a, a theater director who goes to uh, the the Hiroshima area to direct a movie or direct a play, um, and he's uh, taken uh, around uh, Hiroshima in that neighborhood uh, by a taciturn young woman who's assigned to be his chauffeur. But he but she drives his uh, beloved uh, Saab 900. And uh, the film is is long, but it's on everybody's best list um, of films for 2021. Uh, it, it's the Japanese entry into the best international. Picture has a really great chance of winning. Uh, it's a not to be missed film for any film fan. It was it premiered at the Cannes Film Festival. It won the best screenplay uh, for uh, for at, at the Cannes Film Festival. And again, it's on everybody's top list. And then last week at the multiplexes, uh, Scream opened up, and for our University of Michigan and, and Eastern Michigan University and and uh, all of the all the young people that are in our market, we're uh, bringing it to the to the state theater. I, you know, and I, check that out. I'm just a big chicken. I, I shy away from that. But drive my car does sound very compelling. Oh so, yeah. yeah, it's it's great. And um, again, you have everything from you know uh, you know world cinema and whatnot to uh, the latest the latest shocker thriller type stuff. So that's right. And we've got a late night screening of The Shining, uh, and uh, uh, we've got a Sydney Poitier series that's beginning at the end of the month. What so, a great uh, what a great body of work. What a absolutely. great body of work. And much much admired and missed. Uh, Russ Collins, always a thrill, always a pleasure. Cinema chat here on your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU Ypsilanti. Thank you so much, as always. Be safe and see you at the movies.